Welcome to Solutions for Health and Happiness with Claire and Helen, the Lightning Process team. Want to live a life you love? Start here. Hello and welcome to podcast 24 in our series. I'm Helen Harding and my co-host is Claire Brooker. Hello. In our last podcast, we were talking about the benefits of self-compassion. These are our tips to be more compassionate. Drop the belief that being compassionate is you being weak. It will actually make you stronger. Convince yourself of the benefits. You'll be able to move outside your comfort zone, grow and evolve in all areas of your life. You'll be a better friend, you'll be more resilient and you'll increase your happiness, energy and well-being. So start asking yourself how you would speak to a friend and start speaking to yourself in this way. Also make a note of trigger times when it would be great to be compassionate to yourself. And rather than beating yourself up, start jotting these times down when it's really helped because it will be a great reminder for you. That's brilliant, Helen. I mean, we see this all the time, don't we, in our coaching practice. In fact, I was coaching somebody just the other day and we were discussing how she spoke to herself. And what really helped was imagining that she was talking to a friend and how she would speak to a friend rather than what she was saying to herself. And one of the things that we see more and more when we do our free team talks, we'll quite often say to people, how much of the time are you being really kind to yourself? Are you being really compassionate to yourself with your thoughts? And quite often people will say, oh, 10% of the time, 20% of the time. So it's something that we really need to address. And it's something that comes as a bit of a shock to some of our clients when they come along to our training with the lightning process and they have to start learning how to be compassionate to themselves. Sometimes that's a really big challenge for them. Absolutely. It's something that we're just not used to, but it's a great skill to cultivate and it really will help you to be more successful and to help keep you healthy and well. And happy. And happy. So today our podcast is about cultivating emotional energy. A few years ago, I read a book by a Boston-based psychotherapist called Mira Kirschenbaum called The Emotional Energy Factor which I found hugely inspiring and very complementary to our lightning process approach. The question asked in the book is where can we find the energy we need to sustain us in our modern day society? Today we wanted to share some of the ideas from the book with you. Mira believes our most common complaints are feeling tired and just under the weather and that feeling energetic is our strongest currency. So how do we get this energy? According to her, it's not necessarily in the gym or the health food store. She says it's a misconception that the energy we require is primarily physical. Yes, you need to get enough sleep, water, nutrients and exercise. However, her survey of endocrinologists, nutritionists and sports medicine specialists turns up an astonishing consensus. 70% of our total energy is emotional. The kind that manifests itself as hope, resilience, passion, fun and enthusiasm. People who feel energised don't have all the lucky genes or a happy childhood, but they do make it a priority to protect and replenish their emotional energy. The good news is that anyone can develop this skill. First you learn to recognise what drains your energy. Life situations, toxic people, habits worry, guilt, indecision, envy, 
and take steps to avoid or minimise it. Second, you need to identify what fills your tank. Pleasure, mindfulness, love, fun, and give yourself more of that. Here are some of the most common emotional energy drains and what you can do about them. Other people's expectations is such a common energy drain. Sometimes people close to you expect you to be the way that they want you to be. This can be a hugely draining task indeed. Instead, ask yourself whether these expectations fit with your own hopes and dreams for your future. If they don't match up, then drop these outsized expectations. Others may be disappointed, however you will feel wonderful. Worth doing. Another thing is loss of self. If you've been living your life for others, it may feel like you've forgotten who you really are. So start asking yourself the question, if it were up to me, what would I do? So for example, if it were up to me, what would I wear to work? Where would I go for dinner? How would I spend my time? Simple but incredibly effective. Absolutely. And imagine what it would be like to start reclaiming you know, that kind of energy. It would be brilliant. It would be absolutely brilliant. The next one is perhaps, you know, you're doing a bit of overwhelmed with duties and responsibilities, you know, the stuff that you have to do. If so, an antidote to this energy drain is to add pleasure, beauty and fun to your life, wherever you can. You know, bring some playfulness back into your life and you'll feel a lot more energised. I think Helen and I talked before about things that we do to replenish ourselves. And I think we both do a bit of art from yeah. time to time, don't yeah. we? Well, you've started art classes I've now. I've started art classes now, and it's so lovely. It really is. Yeah, I love anything creative. I just love to play. So, yeah. another project, great, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> another thing to look at is any unfinished business. You know, all of those projects you've started but haven't finished. They need some attention. Work out what you want to keep and what you want to drop. If you can't find the time to do something, you probably really don't want to do it. So don't. Forget it. And that eats into your headspace. You know, those things hang over you. And sometimes just the relief of cutting them free is just brilliant. Oh, absolutely. There are so many things like that that I think I could actually just drop now and go, well, I don't need to actually think about those things anymore. And that would create so much space. Well, interestingly, when we were talking earlier about how we work together and in previous mm. podcasts with Claire being very creative and me being very process-driven and structured, it works brilliantly because Claire then doesn't have to consider the process and I don't have to consider what the next podcast is going to be. Yeah. But that works for us because it takes the pressure off. So yeah. give it a go. Fantastic. Do you find yourself constantly worrying? And if so, of course, this is going to be draining your reserves. Our advice would be to take action and make a list of your concerns. Start to answer the question, what's my first step to sorting this? This is a great exercise to do if you're prone to late night worrying. It will really help you to get a good night's sleep. You'll take those worries out of your head onto the page. You can forget about them and sleep well. And our last point is when you've overcommitted yourself. Do you say yes to everyone or everything? It could feel like you're being proactive and positive when you say yes to help others out or to all the invites you get. However, overcommitting yourself is draining. Learn to say no. 
The way to do this now is to say, can I get back to you on that? So that you give yourself a breathing space that you can make a choice and make a decision of what you want to do. That's great. So our top tips for replenishing emotional energy are to let go of other people's expectations of you if they no longer serve you. Start rediscovering yourself by asking what you want. And if it were up to you, what would you do? Bring back playfulness, beauty and fun into your world. And yes, you do have stuff to do and you'll feel energised instead of drained if you make more time for fun. Drop or do any of the outstanding projects and instead of worrying, recognise that this is just an energy drain and not constructive. So take positive action instead. Make time for you by learning to say no. We really appreciate you spending time with us and we really hope that you enjoyed this podcast and that you take on board some of our tips and try them out for yourself. Remember, if you have any questions about the lightning process or anything we've spoken about, to be honest, we're really happy to call you or we'll respond to any emails personally. You can contact us at the website, which is www.lightningprocess.co.uk. And while you're there, keep in touch with us by signing up to our newsletter for the latest updates and events. And you can also download transcripts of these podcasts. We'd also love it if you could just take a bit of time to leave us a review in iTunes. It will really help raise the profile of this podcast and also the lightning process. So if you think it's beneficial, please leave us a quick review. That would be fantastic. And in the meantime, have a great week and we'll speak to you soon. Speak soon. Thanks for joining us. Until next time, you're one step closer to living a life you love.